Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smartco Internet Radio Network. We are not streaming live today. My name is Marty. I'm here with... Um... John. John. Oh, wait. Shoot. John. Shoot. I thought it was going to be Cassandra. Oh, um, oh, this would be a much... If, if only Cassandra were here. I'm here with... John. John. Yeah, you don't have to be uh, that disappointed. No, no. I'm, I'm so thrilled. No, I'm just thrilled. Imagine, you know, just imagine. You know, I've never been anywhere where I wasn't thrilled or thrilling. No, I, I wasn't there. I've never been anywhere. I'm always with me. Can you imagine that? Like oh, this everywhere is, this I is go, why, there I am. This is why I, I'm I'm so thrilled to have you on with this such such um, mind-boggling rhetoric. <laughs> See. You know, you 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 can go through like your entire week without me saying things like that. I'm always with me. I always hear myself saying things. Can you, you know, imagine? I, that is so cool. That's so cool. Can we get some cokes? Can we, can you bring us in some cokes? Some cokes? Yeah. I don't get it. Oh, that's uh, just from the the. There were two minutes of of uh, conversation that were taped in twenty twenty one in Bedminster, New Jersey, uh, where uh, Trump was showing off some allegedly, or I'm I don't know if it's allegedly if it's like on the tape and he's showing off these documents, secret documents, and then saying, "Isn't this cool? Isn't this cool?" Uh, these classified documents and then saying, oh, can we get some Cokes? Um, and then saying, oh, no, that wasn't um, that wasn't anything bad at all. That was just me exonerating myself from I don't know what. But um, did you hear this? This was on CNN. I, yes, I did. I did hear a little bit of it somewhere today. Like 17 times? Sounded. I don't know. I, I, you know, I was... I was busy living my life, so I wasn't obsessively. You are obsessive a better about... man than I am in so many ways. Well, in in one way, I'm better than most because I don't uh, I don't pay close attention to things that don't affect me that much. But you listen, and, you do pay attention to, to the news, and very little I, of the news affects you, right? Yeah. No. The thing. The thing that I. I mean. So, uh, Timothy. Oliphant. No, Timothy Ferris. Chalamet. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. So funny. Is he, is he the guy? And handsome. Justified. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. I love him. He's great. He was born to be a cowboy. Born to be a cowboy. But Timothy Fer Tim Ferris. Yeah, Tim Ferris. So in his book, The Four Hour Work Week, which uh, is not really about having a four hour work week. But one of the one of the things that he said was stop paying attention to the news or spending time paying attention to the news. If you just uh, have somebody say, hey, what's going on? And they tell you, you'll be up to date. 
And uh, I listen to a couple, uh, I listen to about 15 minutes of news every morning. And I find that I'm just as well informed as everybody else. Yeah. But my, my feeling is like, you just have to know what, what you like and be self-aware about what's useful to you. And if, if here, you know, if you want to do a little bit of a, of doom scrolling and a deep dive, then do it, you know, and, but you know, don't, don't uh, obsess about it, but you know, you have to, you have to judge for yourself what is, what is good for you and what is going to make you happy, you know? What do you hear? What I don't like, how do you doom scroll and not obsess and how is doom scrolling not bad for you? Well, I think that everybody has their own, I like, I don't like this, this, um, this sort of prescriptive thing of like, oh, you only need to work four hours, you know, like everybody has their own process. You figure out your own process and do what you need to do, you know? What I'm saying, Marty, is that everyone would be happier if they just believed everything that I believe. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm saying until your book comes out, let's shit on the four-hour work week, you know? Oh, the four-hour work week is dumb. But that particular piece of advice, I find well, pretty good. I, I find most of these, these like philosophy and self-help books are, are dumb, but in each one, there are still nuggets that you can pull out. But I don't think that you need to necessarily go into them. You, you just have to spend some time thinking about I mean, I haven't figured it out yet, but I know I don't need to look at, read that, that book and give tim ferris bueller uh more more money than he already has you know you're right tim ferris bueller yeah timothy oliphant ferris bueller right exactly um john you seem like is it pronounced door dower door dower do marty i just ate some food what kind of food I made I made some uh, vegetable mixture with potatoes and some pork and stuff. I made it a couple of days ago, and I it's it's pretty it's good. Been and sitting little, out there on the pillow, there just sort of growing and smiling at you. And tonight you finished it off. How did you know it was on the pillow? Yeah. You, um. Yeah. And so uh, I'm uh, my mental state and my emotions are really are you know they're mostly affected by this underdone potato that i just ate um so most of my energy is now going towards digesting food so that's what you're sensing well it's not it's not like clinical depression but it's close oh it, you know the the um the roots are different but the symptoms are identical Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get over this in about what? How long is the podcast? Oh yeah, in, in two hours. hours. Well, you know, it I'm, might not be the food; it might be the company. Um, no, 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 the, no, no. You're a delight. You are a delight. <laughs> I'm Always not. A pleasure to you be know here what? With Tuesdays are these are the days when these are the days we remember. Right. Are you having a seizure? No. That, oh, yeah, that's, that's I'm sorry. But um, I, I get like two to three hours of sleep before because that's the way my Monday nights go. And yeah. then I, um, because I'm 
setting things up, I, I skipped dinner and then, but then I managed to find time to have a couple glasses of wine. So it's the worst condition I could ever be in. Uh, but here we are, here we are. And you're, we're, you're mentally and physically prepped and so am I. So yeah. here we are. So let's talk about Donald Trump. I was looking more. at, yeah. Your favorite topic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just found it, like you listened to it. And how would you spin that if you were a Trump supporter? Like he said, uh, he came out and said, um, you know, that these uh, thugs, they came out and they put this uh, tape out there, but the tape exonerates me. Uh, I'm perfect in it. Um, nothing I did was wrong. I don't know how you can listen to that and not find at least something illegal, even if you don't think that the law is right. You could say like, oh, well, he's the president. He has good judgment. But technically, he's breaking the law. So by showing these uh, classified documents and to other people and sharing them, and I, I don't know, I, I don't know how it can be any uh, any more clear. But how would how will how would you as a as a faux Trump supporter like defend that without being hyperbolic oh wait never mind how would you as a trump supporter like defend that well marty i really just that's a really i mean that's a really hard question i is it a worthless question well it's sort of like asking me if i was uh if i was a a, a weasel how would i feel about you know october i mean it's just it's i, I can't even begin to imagine being a Trump supporter, and then listening to that and having something coherent to say. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's a liar, and and he's been a liar his entire life, and and he he's a billionaire, and people think that he, the people who support him think that he is for the common man, and and it's it's and that he's the only person who's telling the truth, and it's just it, it the the premise of your question is so disturbing to me that I I might have I might have a seizure. Well, but I think we have to think about these things because that's the way, you know, 49% of the country feels, you know. So we have to oh, please it's more like 40%. All right. Listen, but either let me way, ask you, this. you I, heard that thing. I want to ask I want to ask you this. Did you know that the thing that I heard when I heard the, the recording I don't know what the context was, but I heard it. And what I what really disturbed me was that the person he was talking to, who apparently is some kind of uh, book writer or something, she just giggled at every single thing he oh, said, I, I, really nervously. I think there was an aide there as well. Well, okay, so there are people who just laughed at every word he said, and it was it was disturbing. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do when? the president of the United States is talking nonsense. You, you like, yeah, I know. Right. We like, I remember that, you know, one of the things I learned in government class in like, you know, seventh grade is like you, you, no matter what, you always refer to the president as Mr. President, even if they're out of office. And it just seemed mm -hmm. like this sort of like proto-fascistic type of thing thing of like uh, addressing somebody who's supposedly an equal but we have to adhere to these crazy like rules um 
I wouldn't do that, but uh, it, it it's weird because I, I feel like if um, if that came out now, the the right would be like, well, they're they're pushing fascism. But that that was what was told to me in seventh grade, you know, when Ronald Reagan was president. Right. They the we don't call him your excellency. Yeah, Mr. President, Mr. President. Well, that was and that was uh, that was George Washington's idea. Everybody else wanted to call him your excellency oh. or how about your majesty? Can you imagine if you if you <sighs> sort of took that seriously, like your majesty, like you're when you think of yourself, you're like majestic. You're just walking around being majestic. Yeah. Um, you have to go to the bathroom. Your majesty. Your Excellency, can you imagine calling Trump? Your Excellency, ex- your your adult diaper is leaking. You're, um, yeah, you're exactly. Doing it yeah. Excellently, your Excellency, say that ten times fast, quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyhow, I like. I don't want to get like. It's so funny. The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, the um, Fox News had no mention of that recording that CNN leaked. Uh, which I I find like so fascinating. Uh, the Wall Street Journal didn't. Uh, they did not. Mm-mm. Well, um, isn't it a daily paper? Are they going to have it tomorrow? Uh, it happened yesterday. So, um, oh, you know, I it, I it doesn't even matter because, like you said, like it doesn't really affect my daily life, but it just gives me a little, like a little jolt, you know. Um, well, so here's the thing. It turns out that based on that recording, that he's a great big fat liar. And more importantly, that he stole those documents in order to show them off to people. But which to, is for, for just ego, purely yes. for ego. Like It's just ego. And, and so he basically, and, and these documents had information that was vital to our national security. And, um, and and he was just going, look, look at these dumb things yeah. I have. And then he, <laughs> then he showed a, a photo of Ivanka Trump when she was like 22. And he's like, see this? I fucked her. I fucked her. And then he went to Marla Maples. I fucked her. You know, like he, he, he did. That's just who he is. Like he's oh, like, yeah. you know, he's that kind of person. Yeah. He's like, yeah. you know, um, see that? You know, I own that. Oh, see that? I fucked it. See that burger there? Like I... 10 of those yesterday, like, like there's just, it's just a game and, um, you know, America deserves what they, what they voted for. Um, so, I mean, here's the thing is that he's a big doofus. I think he's a big doofus. He seems obviously a big, be a big doofus. And yet half the country thinks he's awesome, including like a whole bunch, like basically everybody on the AM radio and all of Fox news and several other news outlets, and the entire Republican Party is just enamored of this guy, and he's just a big doofus. I, I don't. I think that's a little bit um, uh, simplistic. I mean, you know, which the, part? The doofus part? No, no. The Republicans aren't enamored by him. They they want to capitalize on his popularity. I'm, I'm talking about the Lindsey Graham's of the world. You're giving them too much credit. Oh no, no. He's he's so craven. Like it, it's. It's shocking, not shocking, but it's he's craven, but they're even more cravener, right? Or they have yeah, craven, cravenist, they're the I, most cravenist. I, I just, 
it, it's so funny. I, I think about, and I think I've mentioned this years ago. Um, there was a um, a morning show that actually Jimmy Kimmel used to be a writer on, and is K Rock in, in L A. And these morning DJs, they were up in you know up to crazy hijinks and to where they woo -woo -woo. Yeah. morning zoo. Hey, and the management was like, "Oh, you guys got to tone it down." And then they like brought in a goat into the studio and then the studio head, the, the station head came in and was like, you got to get rid of this goat. And they were like, there's no goat. And the goat was right there. And that's just like what they stood by, you know? And it's just like, that's the kind of reality that we're living in now. It's like, there's the fucking goat right there. And he just, you know, fuck Stormy Daniels, paid her some money and then shared secret documents, you know? But anyhow, I don't, it is, I don't want to spend too much time like dwelling on it, but I, oh, I'm, I'm afraid do, we already have. Do you find it damning? Do I, do I, do I, I, I again, you know, I, I, what you're saying is, I mean, honestly, Marty, I, I think if he's guilty of sin, it was very clear I just, and basic. I, in, I just don't know that, how you can feel that elephant and be like, oh, that's, that's a fucking dipshit you know like like a wall yeah that's not a that's not an elephant at the wall no it's a snake no it's no a, it's, it's a, a dipshit it's a it's fucking a, idiot um so so uh yes i mean the thing about it is just like um a lot of other things that he's he's done you look you listen to it and you say okay he says in that tape he says um i could have declassified them when i was president now i can't which is basically throws away his entire defense. And then he says, and these are, yeah, these are classified documents, which throws away the rest of his defense. And then he's showing them to people who have absolutely no clearance. And so it's just right there is, he is, it's the question really, honestly, the only, the only question is, should an ex-president be prosecuted? And of course the answer is yes. Because he broke the law after he was president. And the thing is, it's really, again, the thing that's amazing is he broke the law just for almost no reason. I know. That's the, that's the crazy thing about it. Where I'm just like, oh, this isn't like, um, this isn't like dealing with the Russians. This is just him being a fucking idiot. And, and in that sense, like, I'm kind of like, I can, like, the defense on the right will ultimately be, well, that's just Trump being Trump, but he didn't hurt anything, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's like, oh, it doesn't, it just shouldn't be president. Yeah. And he shouldn't be president. Yeah. But you know, I, can I mention something please, that, you please. know, the, the Durham report, you know what the Durham report is? Uh, I think yeah. it's called Durham report. So that's something I, I, as someone, as I watched the news, you know, Fox is talking about the Durham report all over the place, which is basically said that the, um, this is a a, a a Trump appointed investigator who reviewed everything, right? Yeah. Well, uh, reviewed the Mueller report. Reviewed the the, the, the what he what the the Durham report was mostly about the um, the Christopher uh, Steele do dossier. Steele dossier, and and the Mueller and the Durham report basically debunked the Steele dossier, which and was most already people, debunked in many ways. Oh God, you're being such a like you know. 
but the point it, it's yeah so it was debunked you know and 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 the, the right is talking about that all right the time but I, I i'll tell you something i know a lot of people on the left a lot of my friends who don't even know where the whole uh you know peeing on prostitutes in moscow where it came from and they don't know that it was from the steel dossier and they don't know that it was completely debunked so no, i'm just but, saying but what did i do that you got so mad about you you said well it was already debunked and it's it's silly and, and you shouldn't talk about that oh you, no no I, I didn't say I, we shouldn't talk about it i'm i'm saying it's fine that we can talk about it like but like i, I agree with you that that shouldn't be the i mean I, I was basically going along with you in that like the focus shouldn't be on that like and that the right is like saying like oh this this thing they 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 hung their entire case on that and it's debunked but then like what about all point. this other shit you know my, my point my point is that the left doesn't report on that oh uh yeah because then they look like idiots because the rachel maddows of the world were just like look at this you know or like right exactly. yeah and so I, I, I've totally, I'm totally in line with you on this, John. I was not excellent back on you. If you're, if you're totally in line with me, could you get me some cokes? Uh, Speaking can, of waiters, can you get get him, get him some cokes? Um, yes. So yeah, speaking of waiters, this weekend the, there was a crazy sh thing that happened. I mean, this is actually, of course, a much more important thing. That uh, the war in Ukraine is is crazy. Uh, and just the, it is very, very complicated as much as it's just like, oh, well, Putin shouldn't have jumped in. Like he's a, I don't think he's a genius or anything. He's, he's a, but he's a very canny person. Like he's a, he's playing, um, a, a, he's trying to leverage power, trying to take territories, uh, and is not as powerful as he thought he was because um, Yevgeny Prigozhin, who was, um, he, he was jailed for uh, being a thief and uh, came out and became a caterer for um, big Russian. Well, first, first he okay. was a, a, had a hot dog stand. He, he, you know, moved up from there. Yeah. And this is kind of like, look at, pull your, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and and um and use those bootstraps to strangle everyone in your way and, <laughs> and then uh own a giant you know uh, mercenary force and uh extract money from the the russian government and recruit uh, prisoners from uh to fight these wars without any training but a lot of bloodlust and and uh, uh, lack of morals, and then um, fight this war in Ukraine that nobody except for one crazy bald Russian dude wanted to fight. Is that right? Um, well, I think that actually the Wagner Group is is uh, the only thing is I think that they're they're pretty well trained. It's the regular Russian troops that are not well trained. Well, he. Prigozhin was um, there. Were, there are were videotapes that were broadcast um, of him recruiting prisoners in in um, in Russia. Oh yeah, they're prisoners. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they, I don't. You know, I don't know how well trained they were. So maybe they were I, well trained, but, but I think they no. They 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 get they get trained. I think the Wagner group trains them pretty well. That's my understanding. Right. Yeah, but as opposed to the Russian troops who aren't trained at all. Fair, um, but the you know there's just not a lot of will behind what they're doing. They they're doing what they're doing to avoid prison, um, which is understand- well, understandable. And, uh, uh, and well. Um, I mean, why do why do soldiers fight at all? Well, I think that the the ask the Ukrainian soldiers why they're fighting. It's not to avoid prison. The the there were a bunch of like tech people that uh, that were just like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to get that code for you because I have to take up arms. And because you know, Ukraine has a big tech community. I work with a couple of Ukrainians, um, and they like they are very idealistically or, or ideologically driven to protect their country and i would hope that we would be that and not be like relying on prisoners to to fight for our freedom yeah but we sent we sent uh, we haven't we haven't had to protect our our country from uh, uh, attack but um, they did ever they they did in Ukraine. Oh, I know, but we have, we have, I'm just saying, you said, just never mind. Um, so, uh, so you have some people who wouldn't fix your, uh, your computer because they went to war? Nope. Nope. Not what I said at all. But, uh, you have some people that you work with that are Ukrainian and they wouldn't do a tech thing for you because they had to go to war? Uh, n- no, not what I said at all. What did you say? I, I said that there are, there's a big tech community in Ukraine and these are people who just abandoned their jobs because they wanted to protect their country, not because they were trying to get out of prison the way that you you were like, well, that's what anybody would do. Like, no, there, there are people who are that. Okay. So, um, (laughs) uh, it kind of is, but, um, Okay, whatever you say, Marty. All right, what what did you say then, John? Because I I was saying like you said I, I said like these are prisoners who were um who were recruited and they were only doing fighting to escape their prison sentence and you said well that's what anybody would do. Okay. Yep. You're right. No, Go no. Ahead. Please, please, John, just just engage. Like, just tell me what you meant to say. What what I what I meant was that um. Uh, so they're trained to go to war. They, 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 they're hired to be, uh, soldiers. Right. And so, uh, but you know, soldiers who are not protecting their own land are, I mean, we have lots of soldiers all over the, uh, the world and they are, um, getting paid They're Some of them are, are actually there to avoid going to prison. I mean, that's, that actually happens in, in our country too. Um, not all of them, but some of them. And, um, you know, so it's just like, you know, what is the motivation for soldiers? That was my point in saying that. Sorry. but um, Oh, I mean, you made it sound so craven, though, because I don't No, No, I I actually didn't mean to make it sound craven in any way, shape or form. What I was just saying was um, that soldiers, um, the motivation of soldiers who are not protecting your own homes is uh, is intrinsic to the is part of the job, like it's part of the training 
And what ends up happening is that the soldiers then are fighting for each other, for their own comrades, as well as for the aims uh, and, and the approval of their, right. um, their higher ups. And I wasn't saying it was craven at all. And I didn't imply, I didn't mean to imply in any way that there's anything particularly wrong with that. Uh, I was saying well, that really all that, that uh, soldiers okay. do, that's what I was trying to communicate. Okay. Uh, that didn't come through. Um, but I, I will say that, you know, and that's why I was trying to, uh, no, no, uh, that's why I wanted you to explain, explain what I meant, but, but that's why I don't like you to be like, Oh, you just think what you want to think. I want you to explain these things, John. This is, this is like, this is, this is the important part of discussion. But you know, my, my next door neighbor, like he joined the army, uh, because he wanted to become a pilot, but also I think he's also driven because he's a really, um, you know, he's a very dutiful, patriotic person who believes in in democracy. And I feel like, you know, his motivations for doing what he does is not to escape the wrongs he did and to shorten a, a prison sentence, you know. And uh, I think that there are motivations, even if you're not being invaded, um, that that have that are rooted in nobility and and a, a greater purpose at the same time that can be manipulated by um propaganda because that's and that's how that's how we motivate people through through i mean propaganda marketing uh, uh you know rallying the troops these are all euphemisms for the same thing you know uh -huh. yeah yeah so um, but I, I will say that when you go to prisons and you're trying to, you, you, because you can't get the general population to join your effort and you're resorting to, uh, people who have nothing, violent criminals who have nothing left to, to live for, uh, it, and this is their only way of escape, not the most noble, uh, motivations to go to war. Sure. Right. Okay. Um, so what happened then over the weekend? What, <laughs> what happened over the weekend? The it's so confusing. I don't understand it. So I'm, I mean, I'm not well, saying you know, it to set you up. Well, was, I'm saying it, it because pretty, I need explanation. You know, pretty, it's pretty, I think it's pretty simple. It's just the craziest shit ever. So this guy, uh, what the fuck is his name? You have any Prigozhin. Prigozhin's Prigozhin. So he's been, uh, he's the head of this, the Wagner group, right? Wagner he, group. Wagner, I think it's Wagner. Because he's not German, right? I think it's not Wagner. It's, I mean, Wagner, bum, 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 bum. I don't know why it's called the Wagner group, but he founded it. And the thing is, he's, his whole story is so hilarious and funny. And, and he's a great propagandist as while we're talking about it, you know. Well, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he's just he was just pissed off at the uh, he really he's he's an oligarch. He got to where he is because he's friends with Putin. By all, I bet you a million dollars that he and Putin grew. They both grew up in Leningrad, and uh, they I bet you they grew up blocks away from each other and shared a a second grade teacher. And so when Putin met him, he was catering uh, a dinner for him for Putin and the the uh, Japanese uh, prime minister. And I bet you the Japanese prime minister said, I don't eat, you know, uh, pork or I don't eat chicken or I don't like beef or whatever. And Prigozhin said, 
don't worry about it, boss. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And he, got, and he, and he solved the problem really fast. And, and Putin was like, hey, yeah, he's a pretty good waiter. I like that guy. Hey, uh, your accent, it sounds kind of familiar. And he says, yeah, I'm from Leningrad. Yeah, I'm from Leningrad. Do anything you want, boss. Anything. You, have you ever had a waiter who said that? I've had waiters like that who were just like, anything you want, boss. You, you got it, chief. Anything you want. Anything you, you got. It. You just talk to me, boss. And so I think that. And so uh, Putin was like, I can rely on this gangster guy. And then and, and then uh, Prigozhin went on to like he started a, a hacking group. And he's like, yeah, what do you need, boss? I'll get you. I'll get you. I can I can I get connections. I'll do things that you don't need. You can't do. And then he's like, yeah, you want a little private army to go to Africa and go in this, that and the other things to Syria. Yeah, I'll, I'll just set that up. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. You want to go invade Ukraine? I can do that. And then he's he's used to acting on his own. And now then suddenly the Russians are like, you know what? We're going to have to have everybody underneath the um, the secretary of defense. And Pogosian's like, that guy's a dick. I, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, and then he says, okay, I'm going to go. And he takes over the local uh, Rostov on whatever it is. He takes over the local defense uh, headquarters and then marches on Moscow. And I, and, and it, so it's, there, it, there is a, a mercenary group that is marching down Rostov the streets of Rostov on their way to to Moscow. I don't know how far that those there are away. I, I know it's not crazy far, um, but like uh, like two hundred miles. Yeah, and uh, people are cheering him on, and um, and yeah, and then he stops. He stops. Well, because he's probably on the phone, and Putin says, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he says, "I'm coming to get rid of that idiot who you who's who's because." Uh, I'm not going to work on him. And well, and he was saying that he was attacked by Russian troops. Well, he was, yeah, and they yeah. shot down a couple of airships. But, I mean, that's what he said. I don't. I haven't seen the proof. I don't know. You know, so. No, I believe him. All right, but the thing is, uh, uh, he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm coming to Moscow, and you better listen to me." And Putin says, "Do you understand that I have airplanes that have bombs in them, and you don't?" And Prigozhin was like, "What do you mean?" He says. I know that we're all friends, but I'm going to bomb you into nothingness if you don't stop. Well, he says, oh, that's what happened. I, I don't know if that's what happened. Uh, I wasn't there. Well, I do. Um, yeah, but the, uh, apparently the Belarusian president was the, took credit for uh, brokering this deal, you know, the, this, uh, yeah. this piece. And so supposedly, um, I mean, this is like so crazy. I don't, I, I don't know what to believe because... It's just so easy to manip manipulate all the these events, um, but supposedly uh, Bergerson was pardoned or not pardoned, but excused of of his uh, his the Wagner group was was not charged with any um, any crime, and but they're stuck in Belarus, and and I don't well, know I don't know what this means for you, because between uh, Rostov and, and Moscow, Belarus isn't in there. So the the actual mercenaries turned back. But well, Prigozhin apparently I, disappeared and is supposedly in Belarus. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, but, but I, you've got the three worst people in Europe. Putin, the Belarusian guy who's uh, who proudly says he's the last dictator in Europe, and um, 
uh, and Prigozhin. Who yeah, are, there, there these are, are other three... dictators. There, there's Hungary, you know. Oh yeah, well he's he's uh, democratically elected. Don't 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 confuse. <laughs> That's what Putin dictator. would say too. Don't say yeah, exactly. The, but the Belarus guy says no. Fuck you. I'm a dictator. Right, right, right. But I mean, but here's, know, I mean, I guess the the takeaway is like what what does this mean for Ukraine? Well, uh, uh, in the long, I don't know. I mean, it, basically, it it shows that the Russians are are a bag of dicks and dumber than a bag of hammers. But um, I don't know if it. Uh, it's hard to say, really. I mean, because right. so, people hang on to power in, uh, despite all kinds of crap. And that kind of makes me think of like, okay, you know, we got this crazy tape of Trump like admitting to guilt. We got this yeah. crazy thing happening in Russia. Nothing's really changing. And right. the people who want to believe what they want to believe are going to believe what they want to believe. And exactly. so it, it's so frustrating. So thankfully, we were all distracted by just... Um, not thankfully, this actually is really sad. Uh, the, there was a Titan submarine in um, uh, around uh, the the um, Poseidon. I'm sorry, the Titanic. Um, <laughs> this is this submersible. It was, it was fictional. Oh, I'm sorry. Fictional. I'm sorry. I I I I don't. I have trouble <laughs> discerning truth from fiction. Um, the, <laughs> This is Shelly, Shelly Winters. Uh, uh, and and yeah. Ernest Borgnine. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. You can do it. <laughs> I have a swimming medal. Um, uh, there was a submersible, not a submarine, is a submersible, uh, that contained. What's the difference? Uh, a, a submarine has is kind of self-contained and can, um, can navigate as as i understand it i i'm i've never been in either but as i understand it it can navigate and on its own and has um uh, a lot more uh, freedom of movement and um whereas this submersible they were when they were locked in this thing they were stuck even if they hit the surface they couldn't have freed themselves um and they, right. they open from the outside yeah and they had very limited um, range of movement of where they could go. Um, yeah. and they had n almost no, um, they had none of the, the, uh, um, sensors and, and navigational capabilities of a true submarine. Uh, it had, uh, two billionaires on it and, um, two, two yeah. I think there were, there were five people on it. I think the owner of the company is a billionaire yeah. too, right? So he was one. And then there was a French dude who was a billionaire. There was a Pakistani guy who was a, a hundred millionaire and his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars, you know. And then then, then there was uh, the professor and Marianne. Um, they each spent $250,000 per seat to, to be on this boat. And yeah. uh, uh, this underwater boat. And it was... Despite, and there's, uh, there's of course all this um, uh, Monday morning quarterbacking of like um, these engineers saying like, oh, we we warned him that you you can't make a submersible out of carbon fiber; it's not safe. Clearly, they were right. Uh, there were whistleblowers who were fired um, from the company, and in spite of that, these people who took such care to to make their 
billions of dollars just jumped in there. I, mean, I shouldn't say they jumped in there, but there's no regulation for this because it's in open waters. And they they did this, and and it was so tragic. They forty. Uh, they think like, you know, uh, it's a two hour two hours to get to the bottom. Like, some, it's a three hour tour, I think. It yeah, was a three yeah. Hours. But uh, yeah, somewhere before they got to the bottom. Uh, they the they had suffered an implosion. The weather started getting rough. Yeah, uh, the the submersible was imploded and they passed away. And it, but we didn't yeah. know about it for a couple of days. And there was uh, and it was ten, just ten ten million dollars later. Yes, uh, ten million dollars of of American taxpayer money looking for it. Um, and that's just we are the, the our Coast Guard our um. Our forces are on guard, and no matter what, if you're within a thousand miles of the U.S., we're going to jump in, and you don't get a bill, um, which is great. We're the richest company the in the country in the world. Too. What the Canadians help too? Great, because uh, it was a Canadian ship well. that they were that they had had launched off of. But uh -huh. um, it, it is a uh, it's such a tragic thing, uh, and I understand the need for novelty and ex exploration curiosity is seeing that the Titanic that amazing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, and is it, I, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, John? Well, uh, first of all, I have to say that most of what I know about this comes from one of my major news sources is the trashy, trashy podcast. Um, which stars Cassandra Cardenas and um, Eric. somebody else, Erica Eric. Curry. Um, and uh, I highly recommend everybody listen to that. They had a really interesting take on, on oh, this. So Basically, everybody, stop. Stop listening to us. We, no, got no, nothing, we have nothing got interesting to say. I happen to know that. Go listen to that because John's just going to echo it, but less funny, less interesting. Listen, listen, you echo the fucking hard fork uh, podcast and just when, all the time. When did I do that? Like last podcast, and the podcast before that and the podcast before that. Come on, man. Come on. Be honest. Let me ask you something. You know what a pushed is? Pushed, pushed. Um, anyway, so I just recommend that you listen to that. The, the, apparently, this thing only has one window. One little window, or it used to. Now it has. Now it has. Now it's just a a, a crumpled tin can that's tiny. Um. So uh, titanium. Titanium can. Titanium can. Isn't that, isn't that carbon fiber? Carbon fiber and titanium. And it was what it was made of. Yeah. Yeah. I would. That's so. It's basically made out of the stuff that they make tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they like Serena Williams went down, and she's like. You can take this racket, but I'm going back up, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's you know, uh, so it's just ridiculous and dumb. And uh, and I, I really don't know what the attraction of seeing the Titanic really is. I mean, unless you really just love that movie. Uh, I mean, finding it Wh was... Which movie? Are you talking huh? about? Which movie? 
the movie Titanic. Oh, I thought you were talking about every everyone everywhere all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. Well, you see that movie too, but the oh. Titanic does not play a big role in everything everywhere all at once, oh, even though I well, you know, I I extra, extrapolated the metaphor. So, anyhow, go on. Yeah, well, cuz I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a very deep thinker, you know. Well, you just take the title everything everywhere all at once. You Titanic. Titanic would be in there somewhere. Right, cuz it's Cause everything. It is, everything everywhere and it is everywhere so it probably is somewhere in that movie um uh so yeah i just think it's it's just uh dumb and dumb and dumber the whole thing is dumb and dumber well here's the thing that and, and like then uh a couple days ago um elon musk came out on twitter saying that he wanted to fight Mark Zuckerberg, and, yeah, and they're gonna fight. And now they've they're they've tentatively scheduled a, a fight in Vegas to in, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, which by the way, Mark Zuckerberg has been training for the past uh, year and a half and, and won a recent tournament. Um, yeah, I cannot wait to not watch that. Yeah, but I'm but, putting okay. it on my calendar yeah. or something then, to avoid watching. And you know, when you look at Elon Musk, you think hair plugs and money, but you don't think of like fighting prowess, you know, um, even uh, though he, yeah, even true. though That's he, one of the many things I don't think about when I look at Elon Musk, yes. there's a lot of things, even though he outweighs him by like, you know, 50, 60 pounds and probably is five or six inches taller than him. I, my money's on, well, no, I don't, I'm not putting any money on this, but you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg will, would take him down. Uh, I, I'm, pretty sure but again who gives a fuck because like like why do we care like the people with money it doesn't mean you're smart it just means you have lots of money you know it doesn't mean that you are you're interesting it doesn't mean that you're you merit attention it just means that you have lots of money and you know if you do stupid things with it you can get attention you can like Say, hey, let's have, uh, hey, richest, whatever, tenth richest guy in the world. Let's let's wrestle, you know. So I I have to I have, there is there is an exception to that rule. There are people who are rich because they're interesting, and those people are interesting. Far and few between, but there are. I agree. No, well, I can think of a couple. But well, there, no, I mean like uh, people who are like, um, um. Uh, like oh, like Beyonce's rich because she's interesting. Yeah, but, interested but Alan Watts in, never made a shitload of money, but he was really interesting. Alan Watts, you know, just like the, I think he made money because he wrote a lot of books that people yeah, but, bought. But, but like he he was like not like a multi multi millionaire, you know. Like I'm just saying, like um, okay, <laughs> like I know. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, but my you, just—I bet you had two million dollars. All right, That's you know what? I, I will someday have two million dollars. You know, when um, I bet you you actually have two million dollars. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Um, but I mean, the way housing prices are, I know. Seriously, seriously, my the house I bought for three hundred thousand dollars, two hundred seventy thousand dollars is probably worth uh, um. No, it's not. My house, not. my house. I just saw it. My house is apparently worth a million dollars. I don't think anyone would buy it for a million dollars. No, nobody would buy my house for. But according dollars. to like Redfin, it's worth a million dollars. Yeah, it, it it's all on paper. But anyhow, the point being 
is that like you agree with me that for the most part money does not equal interesting money does not equal oh, I, I totally agree does not equal smarts you no know? it doesn't equal smarts no and, and it, it it is so crazy because my whole thing is like if i had like a shitload of money i would do so much more interesting things what would you do well that's my that's it, it I, that's what I want to ask you. What would you? No, do? I want to. I asked you first. I, you have to answer this. It, well, it, you have to I, answer it. I did. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I my cousin, you know, yeah. he he um is he's moving to Michigan, um, yeah, and like it, it's a little complicated thing, but you know he spent uh, a little bit of money i mean nothing fancy uh, but he built a, a little house in michigan yeah and, on the prairie uh no in michigan um I, john i really need you to pay attention seriously okay sorry seriously is there a prairie in michigan no no there's not okay, no okay. no sorry. it's the, the there's like the 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 mitten um the mitten. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that means but um he he said, like, I built this house. And it's like, oh, well, did you build a secret compartment or like a did panic room or a, a trap what? door? And he's like, no. It's like, why not? And he's like, oh, shit. I should have. Yeah, but, you, you know, but my new wife wanted like vaulted ceilings, you know. I mean, it's like, a, you know, it's a very modest house. But, but like, if you get to build something on your own, fucking build a, like, Put a secret compartment. Secret group. Yes, exactly. Like, how yeah. awesome would that be? You know, I, because yeah. I, I've been, I remember like when I first came to LA when I was 15, my a friend of mine, Nick Braven, um, he had a bookshelf and it opened up into an, uh, a, a cellar and like, oh, just a basement, the cellar? A basement, yeah. But, but, oh. but very few houses in LA have cellars or, or basements. And it, oh, that's it, true. And it, opened up and it had a little latch and it just like and it was so cool and like yes. why wouldn't you do that and i went to a, another why house, wouldn't you do that i went to another party nearby and they had a secret compartment that that went to the why outside wouldn't, why aren't there more of those right and that's that's not like crazy money but what if, if no, I, that's not even that's that's just planning that's just saying i'm gonna take up some of the space in my house right and put in a secret compartment with a hidden doorway. Yes. And how cool would that be? I want a secret room that has like the silver spoons, like um, uh, Tempest and uh, um, and Millipede machines. You know, did you ever see Silver Spoons with Ricky Schroeder and uh, Jason Bateman? No, and Aaron I Gray. Oh my Jason god, Jason Bateman was on that. Yeah, yeah, and, and he played like the 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 sassy best friend, but they he had all these video games and I was like, Oh, that would, that's what I would want in my secret room. You know, did he have a secret room? No, but he had his living room, which had a choo-choo train that came in, you know, his dad would come in on, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only saw tiny bits of that show, but okay. Focus on what idiotic thing would you do? If you had money to burn, would you like oh, go into well, space or would you have a secret would, compartment in your house would, that you I could go think, into every day? You, you, asked, you asked this question before and I, my first thought was I would, I really would like to go into space, but if I had a choice, 
let's see, like going to the space costs like a million dollars, right? Who cares? Who cares? You have money to burn. Oh, if I have money to burn. But you can only do one of these things. I'm going to go to space, but I have to make a choice. I would, I would have a secret room. Yeah. If you had, okay. I would want like a, a water slide that went down from like the bathroom to the breakfast nook, you know? So I'd like come out of the shower. Oh my God. I, you have the best ideas. And when you come out, you're in your clothes, you know? Yes. Just like married to the mob. Yeah. Yeah. Or any number of cartoons. Yes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, oh my you come God. out and, and there's like um, some weird uh, Rube Goldberg contraption that makes your toast and, and, and uh, coffee and it's waiting for you and it's hot and crispy and whatever. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I've, and then you have I you set the whole thing up beforehand so you don't have to worry about it. So you don't worry about the, the work. So it's all. Yeah. Yeah. We figured it out. Uh, but you can't you can't steal my idea. Um, which which one is your idea? Is quote unquote your they're idea? All Wait, quote unquote they're your, quote unquote all quote unquote my ideas. ideas. I will all quote unquote things. not kill you. So if you, you steal saying, my you ideas, secret compartments and secret rooms are your idea. I will say that they are quote unquote my ideas. And I can't now. I can't. So okay. So uh, that's this is bullshit. <laughs> this, is bullshit. this is bullshit. Uh, all right. And, you know what? And, okay. Your so rhetoric is is wait wait foolproof. Full yes. No. Exactly. It's unassailable. That's horseshit. Is unassailable. So listen. If you go back in time to the beginning of this program, we talked to somebody who has money to burn, and he had things that he and what he did with all the power in the world was take some fucking files that said secret on them and just put them in a fucking like basement room he doesn't even have a secret room fucking trump has got money to burn he puts he it in the bathroom the he puts it like like just right uh, it's crazy you Do know you what think he's that, doing it wrong he's doing it wrong it's bullshit oh, it is bullshit idiot, idiot. and he's a fucking idiot and you know who has even more money is fucking putin is probably the richest man on earth do you think that he has? He's does. He should build an underground tunnel oh, from, actually, from I, I, Moscow I, I think to, he does. to Kiev. I, I think he does. You think he has an underground tunnel? Yeah, he has a lot of underground shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah. He's KGB. He knows how to live. He yeah, probably yeah. has. He probably has penned every single but one of his. But here's the thing. It's also a laser. If I'm a billionaire, anytime yeah. I go on an independent like vehicle that is not like built by. Airbus or Rolls Royce or whatever. I you mean, gonna, like an airplane or no, oh, I, any kind of vehicle. I mean, like a sub submersible. I'm gonna yeah. fucking like ask for like, oh, show me all the regulations and and all the 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 you know details of how good it, it you know show me that it it can stand up to being 1,600 feet underwater. You know, it was 16. It was like 13,000 feet, and it. And it was rated for 4,000 feet, number one. Number two, it costs a quarter of a million dollars to get into this little cramped thing. Again. And it has one porthole. Again, if you're that rich, get like, what do you, you, you don't know demand what you, a second porthole and you demand some more like testing, you know, because you're a billionaire. Just just 
Well, do why go underneath the water where you can't see anything? Why anyway? would to you go spend that money? Why why would you spend all this time to make that money to spend your money so stupidly? You know. Yes. Well, uh, somebody pointed out it was actually the gist pointed out that the the amount of money. Oh, no, so who's who's parroting who's parroting um uh, it's just me. I'm parroting shit. I'm just I'm just trying to I just try for a second to give you a hard time and you get so defensive. God. So it's I'm just parroting. So so it was trashy trashy <laughs> pointed out that a quarter of a million dollars Okay, to a billion for the record, John is, has no original ideas, but go on. For the record, it's already been established. What? I mean, why do you have to rub Tell it in? Tell me what Mike Pesca had to say. Look, you know what? It wasn't I'm Mike just... Pesca. It was it was Cassandra who should have been on. The I'm just podcast. gonna play. I'm just gonna play the the gist of... and trashy trashy right now. The quarter of a billion dollars, quarter of a million dollars is the equivalent of a cup of coffee to a normal person for a billionaire. And th that's all I had to say. And Marty walked away like I was gonna like quote the entire podcast. Of trashy, trashy. He's off to get another bottle of wine like he needs it. I think he's got a problem. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at an empty chair because he's got to go to the bathroom because he's drinking too much. Ladies and gentlemen, and I and I, I say ladies and gentlemen um, because I know there's only like two, two people and they're both men and they live in Finland in prison. I know who are listening to this. So both of you, please write in. Um, Marty needs help. Um, and by the way, while I have the, uh, the stand... If you if you are listening, please, and you hear this, and you hear my voice, please send an email and say, I heard your voice, John. I heard your voice. Steve, are you still listening, Steve Owens? Are you listening out there? Is anybody listening? Anybody uh, out there in, in, uh, in podcast land? If you're listening, I want to hear from you. Oh, Marty's back. I agree. <clears throat> yeah. See, I told them all that you left and went to go get some wine and go pee. I told them. I told. I exposed the inner workings of the whole thing because I, I had nothing I, to say. I just peed. Yeah. You just, but why, why you, would you do that, why though? Why like, don't you do what I do and just pee while you're sitting in your chair? Why would you break that trust that I thought we had? Why would I do that? Because we don't have it. And it's, we don't have any trust. There's no trust. It's all it's all a war. This is a war, Marty. This is war. It's so sad because like when I agree with you, you you question me. <sighs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is like delightful. Um, um well, uh... we can go to funny fun things, John, like you know, um I saw there was a, a there's a revival theater that just opened up in my neighborhood, which I'm so a excited movie theater? about. Um, a, a revival pantomime theater that opened up just down the street from me, and you know, just they brought back all the oldies. You know, man trapped in a box, man walking against the wind. It's always Classic. a man. Why is it right. even that the women were performing? Back in the old days, Marty, they didn't have women, but it was still women performing. But they still said man. Um, you know, uh, no, there weren't any women back in the old days. I know, days. but there's still women performers now because we're in a you know more. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Me too. I want to be a. I want to be a man too. It's such a. It's so sad. Uh, it no, um, it's a revival theater which I love. Uh, this yeah, is a, that's great. There's a an old video store called Vidiots that used to live. Oh yeah, yeah. It used to be on the west side, but now it opened up. 
right down the street, and I, I went to go see uh, a movie that's not a, a it's a new movie, but it, they still played it. It's called You Hurt My Feelings um, uh-huh. with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It's a Nicole Holthoffer movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. It is, is it good? so good. Hall of Center. Um, yeah, it's it's really, I mean, she's one of the funniest actresses. Um, not the best actress, but one of the funniest. And it's also just like so, uh, it, it just deals, so the basic premise is she's a writer and her husband, she overhears her husband saying like, oh, I don't really like her new book. Yeah. And that's the basis of it. Like that's the entire premise. And that is kind of like what happens in every relationship of of an inequity of of values, you know? Um, And how do you deal with that? Like I I had a friend who was a, um, the husband and wife, I was friends, equal friends with them both. uh, And they were both writers. And I said, well, what if you don't like each other's stuff? And they're like, well, I mean, we we have similar values and we, luckily, we like each other's stuff. Uh, They're now divorced, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, there you go. Yeah. But they, at least they like each other's stuff. Um, Yeah. It it is so funny. It's it's like surprisingly funny. And uh, Mm -hmm. her, her stuff is considered comedy she had jennifer aniston in uh friends with money um but this is like very I, I laughed out loud a lot um so how do you deal with that because like you've been in relationships with creative people so like how do you deal with what if you don't like because i know for a fact that my wife doesn't respect uh, doesn't like the the artistic things that i do I love everything artistic that she does, but yeah, because she's listening. She's right outside the door. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, I remember when I, uh, met my, uh, uh, my, uh, wife, uh, we were going, we were going out for a couple months and, uh, we met, she was, she was an actor in a play I was directing and, um, Oh, casting God. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, um, uh, and then, I think it was about a year later or a few months later. And I was, I, I was in something and she went and saw it and she said her, her yeah, afterwards, she said, Oh, thank God you're good. I was so afraid you were going to be terrible. She didn't ask me that. But... What? Yeah. I, I played Caliban in the Tempest. Wow. I thought I was, yeah, it was good. And I, she, uh, she thought I did a good job and she was, and that was her, 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 her. She didn't say that great job. She said, "Oh, right, right, adequate." No, I was just like, "Oh, thank God you weren't terrible." Right, right. Because I was so stressed out about going to see this play and finding out that I was going out with a guy who was not a good actor. Um, and so that was an interesting thing. And then, uh, but for the most part, you know, I, uh, I've always been um, really honest with uh, people about. Their work. I don't think I've ever really gone out with anyone, uh, or been in a relationship with somebody who did work that I didn't like. I think that that. I mean, I think actually that would be a um, a, a something that I would find unattractive, and then therefore not go up, not be attracted to. I went out with somebody, uh, a performer, 
and she had um, uh, her show that I went to go see, and in it, like it was a, a her life story where she explained how she um, faked being raped and reported it to the police, and um, and it was just it all went to shit. Um, and then afterwards, like we, we only went out for a few weeks, but she was like, so what'd you think? I'm like, um, you're really committed, you know, like, what are you supposed to do with that? You know, it's a, a very odd thing to, to do. She didn't know about the thing that she had done. And this is something that she had really done. She had really done this. And, and you didn't know about I, it until you no, saw the show. And didn't know it until I saw the show. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, wow. a mutual friend of ours, Paul Plunkett, said, oh, yeah, she's crazy. Um, but that was after uh, we had not dated anymore. But, uh, yeah. but I, I've, uh, uh, we are friendly and, and no, no problems at all. So she's, yeah. she's a delight. Um, and she, <laughs> she works a lot. Um, so... Yeah, it, it is a very weird thing uh, being because it's like one thing if like you're a bad um, waiter or you're a bad uh, stonemason, like that doesn't affect your necessarily your your day to day. But if like if you're unless you're, you're like a really passionate stonemason and your partner is a stonemason who's a shitty stonemason, you know, but uh, we're like interested in the arts and i think i think i think those are two i mean honestly those are terrible examples right. if you're i know if i have a friend who's a terrible waiter and that's how he makes his living and I, i'm just stunned by uh by his his inability to be a good a good waiter and he's been doing it forever and he's my age and he's forgotten he, he came here to be an actor and now he's just a waiter and when I ever, I ever, ever, I, I, a couple times that I've been to where he works, I'm just like, oh, my God, you're terrible at this. But oh, I know who you're God. talking about, and I like him. I do too. Yeah. But I, he's a terrible waiter. He should be a priest. Um, but um, that's a story for another day. But it's stonemason. <laughs> if you're not, a, if you're a terrible stonemason, and that's how you make a living, then you're no, but, but but should it, should tell you. but should it affect your relationship? Is my question. You know, well, it, if you're in a relationship with someone who's a stonemason, right. no, no, but that, that's my point. That is it. exactly my point. So, like, is yeah, I thought I, it was the opposite of your point. No, it, okay, I'm play, confused. Play rewind and uh, and then you'll you'll hear that I was saying that if if you're a stonemason, you're terrible your partner's not likely to care unless they're also a stonemason. But my point was that we, you and I, are artistic people who are uh, partnered with artistic people, and that is something that we value. So when, um, if we don't like the artistic products that our partner makes, that affects the relationship. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't right. know why that I, was so hard. Well, because the st I'm hung up on the stonemason thing because I disagree with you about the stonemason thing. Um, I think I think that I think honestly that if you're with somebody and they're not good at what they do, no matter what it is, it affects it affects your uh, your 
uh, your view of them, whether or not I know, it's but I'm, I'm not good not. at finances. You're not good at finances, but that's not what you do. But if you were, but if I you have were, to do oh, it, right? Yeah, but that's not what you do. You don't define yourself by finances. Like if you okay, were, wait, 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 you were, wait, wait. Can you can you tell my wife that? <laughs> no. No, I won't. no, John. No, please. No, I'm, gonna, no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of hers. I'm afraid of her. Um. um so. So. Uh. The um, yeah. I mean, well, I I have nothing really to say except that yes, that I'm it's, right. But and it's also it's also you know if somebody's not doing a good job at something and you don't, uh, it's hard to it's it's you know, you can I can you know I you can give people notes, but only when if you have a chance to give them notes in the process before they are done. Wait, what? Uh, hmm. But even then, can you? Should you give somebody notes if they don't want them? No, you absolutely should not. And and even if they if they're done with By it, the way, if it's this over, is words to the wise, you know. If it's over and you see it and you hated it and they can't do anything about it, then what you you say the nicest thing you possibly can say. What's because, that? Oh, I love the lighting. Yes. You just say I really you really were trying it was really uh, the, something the that Dan, was something this is the dan etheridge one it's all out there you know yeah yep yeah put it all out there yeah it was it was uh i really saw a lot of work going on there was a lot well, of you know what i think that you should not do that because yeah. that is transparent you know as uh, uh you mean past. saying there's a lot of work yeah that's not just lie just lie well, no, I don't think you, I don't think it's a good idea to lie. Uh, but I would say I I found it fascinating. Have you never lied in your relationship? I uh, I I have, and it's gotten me in terrible trouble. I no longer have a relationship, so well, that's but, why I recommend that you but don't there lie. There are times when you lie because, and, and you have to be selective about your lies. No, I don't think you should lie. All right, I'm very strongly feel like you shouldn't lie. How does that work out for you? Uh, um, now that I'm not lying, it's great. Before <laughs> I lied, and I'm now getting divorced. So, oh, so cautionary tale: oh. don't lie. Um, here's the other. What well, you, well, you you pushed it? I I'm, I no. I was trying. That's true. I mean, that's true, Marty. Don't lie. It's better not to lie. But you can say something is fascinating, and it sounds. Like okay, you were good. There are but ways. I would say, there I, I've are seen ways that were to curb. fascinatingly bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I, 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 my point was like, you don't you say good work. You don't say like, oh, I love the lighting. I love the costumes. You know, you you find something that, and, and this is a skill in any relationship. Is is like how how you communicate support without yeah. betraying your uh, your values. Discussed. Values. You, you, you're, you're no, no, John, John, no, no. <laughs> um, well, um, listen, I want to tell you this. I think that you're a wonderful person, and I think you your work said that you in would... this project is terrible and subpar. Yeah, that's not going to work. So I just, just stop. You just, you don't have to lie, but you just stop and say, listen. I saw your show and I think you're a wonderful person. Now, you, you have to do something of like, 
you you have to find something good good to encourage them to to push for further i watched your show and i did not think about i did not have any suicidal ideation during the show okay john you're really really like making the case for why you're where you are in your life you know um <laughs> And I'm only saying that because you put it out there. Um, <laughs> no, there's a, like, obviously you love this person for a reason. And that is innately tied to the things that they do. So you find those connections and you're like, oh, you know, like I really saw like, you know, your, the, 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 uh, you know, your liveliness in, in X, Y, or Z, you know, whatever it is, but you, you focus on that. Um, the other movie, luckily, luckily I'm, I'm really easily pleased by things. Uh, it, it makes it, you're our joy. Um, John is one of the, uh, his laugh, the word, the word he's looking for is whore. No, his laugh echoes in a theater and he's a very generous laugher. And I and I also laugh late, but I find that laughing is is easy, and that is something you don't have to defend. You know, you don't have to be like, well, you know, what what was so what was so funny about that? You know, just like you said something funny, and John laughed, and and it, it echoed, and I fed off of it, and that's a yeah. great great thing. And that's that's a that's an easy thing to do, as especially yeah. if the person is doing comedy. <laughs> doing, especially, yeah. If they're, if they're delivering a eulogy, don't laugh. You know. Yeah. Unless it's um, intentional, but try not to. I I've had that problem. Uh, I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Uh, I've laughed at. I don't know what I mean. Well, you soon will. There was a funeral that had laughter and yeah but it was it was very uncomfortable but very appropriate and it brought the family together um past lives is a movie i did i mention that before uh, it's no. such a good movie it's written directed by a first time feature director celine D, celine song celine dion yeah. um celine song uh and it's really it takes place in korea and new york but it's really just about Oh, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, it's we, just, yeah, it's really just about, um, and I think it's a great companion with the Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus movie, because it, yeah. it, it it gets you talking about how you deal with relationships and how you can be an adult in a relationship and talk about your past self and mm -hmm. how you can talk about the other person uh, in a way that is like constructive and supportive and honest. And yeah. that's a very difficult balance to, to achieve. Um, it's yeah, I, I have not mastered that. I, I, but it is something I strive for. Yeah. I got to go see that movie. Yeah. I think you would really like it. it um, the Greta Lee is so, um, so great in it. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about her, and I, you know, she was in the Russian Doll, and she was also in the Morning Show. She's also in a bunch of other things that I haven't seen, but yeah, she, she really stood out in both of those. Yeah, um, 
and she lives in my neighborhood, not quite in my neighborhood, but. Oh, yeah. You're stalking her. Is she, is she one of the people that you're stalking? No, no. A friend, yeah, of, a friend of mine came over and said that uh, her kid was in school with her kid. So uh, that's that's the extent of my stalking. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's very charismatic and, and, and interesting. She makes interesting choices in yeah. things that I've seen before. And, and I, I guess she's great in this. Yeah. Um, Cassandra, by the way, was supposed to be on tonight. Yeah, that's why it sucks. This whole show sucks because she's not here. Um, that's not why it sucks, but um, oh, but it's, she would be better if she was here. What, what's that? Wouldn't it be better if she was here? Oh, but that's not why it sucks. Um, okay, it sucks because we're not together in person. Oh, okay. Uh, but she's watching the Barbie movie right now. Oh my God. It's supposed to be really good. I can't believe Wait, it. How do you know it's supposed to be good? I want it to be good. How do you know? I've heard that it's good. I've heard that it's really good. Like it, it, uh, I've just heard things. I, I just From get whom? the impression that it's really good. You got the impression or you heard it was good? I've just heard that it, like it, a con, people like it at con. Or cons or whatever the fuck you no, call it. Can. Can. Cans. No, uh, no it's can. 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 Yeah. Can. It's in really France. simple. They, in France, they liked it. In France. Of course, they like everything at can. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, I don't trust those Frenchies. I mean, they, they, they talk about like, they, they, like a 10 minute standing ovation for every Quentin Tarantino movie. And I'm like, really? They stood really? up? Really? any of those things after three hours of that foxy brown just going up and down uh an elevator i mean an escalator like that's it (sighs) yeah so uh not that i mean i i like quentin tarantino's movies i just wouldn't clap for longer than a minute uh or even a half i would clap for like five times he made a movie super long so you should give him an applause that long you know no i can't so maybe I don't know, but I mean I have I have very high hopes. Greta Gerwig is is uh is really fucking smart, and um and everybody in it uh who's playing Barbie? She's so good. Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Margot Robbie is uh seems like a very smart. She's I mean she's very very beautiful, but she's always given great performances. Like you know uh is it I Tanya? Is that the name of the the ta- the Tanya skating movie? Yeah, instance. yeah, and that that guy is doing the that director just did the Beanie Baby movie that's coming out on Apple TV. Oh, that's hard to believe. Well, it's both real life real life scandal movie, you know, same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Beanie Baby is a scandal movie. Yeah, huh. it's not about Beanie Babies. It's about something else. Well, is I Tanya about skating or is it about scandal? Oh, I see what you're saying. I just didn't know there was a scandal associated with Beanie Babies. Well, I think you know what you're going to watch. It's Elizabeth Banks and... Um, Elizabeth Zach, Banks. I'm a big fan of her, too. Zach Galifianakis. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. Yeah. Those guys are great. I mean... And, and he's a, such a smart director. But Greta Gerwig is a great director. Uh, I she's love a great director. Francis and, and Ha I mean, and Lady Bird. Um, yeah. Little Women was great. I thought oh. Little Women was kind of brilliant. I, you know, I did, I did not see it because I don't watch, oh, I don't watch yeah, early well, movies. Uh, I read Little Women. I read all of Louisa May Alcott's books when I was a kid. <laughs> Sissy. What? What? 
What? What? Did you did what? you like Flash? What? Did you like Flash? I did see the Flash, and I thought it was. Uh, it wasn't. It, it was an experience where I was when I was in the experience. I wasn't hating it. Oh, but great! I, that, there, there's your endorsement. It's on the poster right now. John Sylvain didn't hate it. No, but but it it was uh, it was very. Uh, first of all, the, the special effects. Um, are terrible on a level that is okay he didn't hate it and the special effects were terrible the special effects are terrible it's above the title most um, of the time it's a movie with ezra miller playing against ezra miller and uh w he's basically playing with himself now okay. ezra miller uh, ezra miller plays with himself the special effects are terrible and i didn't hate it um they uh ezra miller is playing with it. so it's they the pronoun is really plural and they are not um they're not bad they're not bad i didn't hate it the special effects are terrible and ezra miller plays with themselves and uh it was full of sound and fury signifying absolutely nothing uh it okay. was wonderful to see and it quotes shakespeare face. I'm just trying what? to fit something ab above the title so so that we get the blurb right. Uh, okay, so this is the, the blurb. This is the blurb. Did not suck as much as I expected it to. No, that's not true. No, it sucked <laughs> just as much as I expected it to. Uh, it met, so, wait, how about it met my expectations? That's, that's pretty positive, right? It, it met my very low expectations. Okay. All right, I'm gonna cross uh, out the very low because marketing told me Michael to. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, awesome. Gal Gadot makes a, an appearance as Wonder Woman, which I just want. All I want is more Wonder Woman in my life. Uh, and if it happens, I want. I think Gal Gadot is is God's gift to me, and I want to see more of her. She's just the most charismatic, beautiful uh, human being on earth, and I uh, I'm madly in love with her. Okay, great. I, I will try to fit that on the poster. Um, and uh, the flash is like almost three hours long. And okay, uh, you realize I, I already I already put the quote on oh, the poster. So the, oh, so the review so, is done. So you're done. You're done. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I think I think everybody got a a sense of your sentiment about the movie, uh, but you're. You have one more class to sh uh, f before you break for the summer. For your yeah, no, this is summer. This is summer. I, this is a summer class. Summer class. Okay, but you have I one more class for your summer movies. quarter, yeah. Uh, yeah. and and you're showing um, movies. What are you going to show for the last um, episode? Uh, I'm probably going to show uh, the last episode. It's the last class, but it just feels like an episode. I'm probably going to show everything, everywhere, all at once. The the class is four hours long. Oh, four hours. You know, it's not that long of a movie. No, I, that's why I might show two things. I might show that, and I might show, um, I might show, uh, what's it called? American born Chinese. Well, then I would have to do a whole new test, so I probably won't do that because I'm okay. lazy. Okay. Well, then why did I put that in the notes when you said at the beginning I'm going to show this to the. the I didn't say I was going to. I said maybe I would. And I, I considered it since I said that an hour and a half ago. And uh, 
Maybe I will. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna show it. I'm gonna show it if it's a, if it's an hour long. Is it an hour long? The first episode? No, it's a half an hour. But I, I mean, no, I it's just not a half an hour. I don't know if you understand how these things work when we have an outline, and you know, I I say don't talk about the outline, but then you ignore the outline. You know. No, you, you that's not what happened. You you. You just misquoted me and said that I said I would show American born Chinese, okay. and I didn't say that. Did I not say that? Okay, then we'll talk about it later. Yes. Okay. Then you said no. No, I. Okay, so I, I don't. I don't think you understand how how conversations work, but um, but anyhow. No, so I why why you were you why are you going to so show everything everywhere all at once? What what is so important about that as a what what is the name of your class? Film in American culture. Okay. It's just a bunch of Asian people. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, you think that Asian people aren't um, part of American culture? Um, explain. No, it's, I mean, do you think because they're Asian people, I shouldn't show it? I'm asking you to explain. I'd be, be the I'm teacher. I'm just asking what you said. As a, this no, is, no, I want you to be the teacher. I'm just asking you, like, what? I'm, okay, so the way, the way, the way, the reason I would show it is because representation is incredibly important. Who why? we see in movies is who we believe um, are us. There is a, it's basically the way movies and TV shows are the way we define our culture in the same way that myths and legends were the way that the ancient Greeks and the ancient Norse people um, defined their culture. They saw themselves in their own stories. Our stories are communicated to us so, through through movies and for, through TV and, and now through like uh, YouTube and all this other so stuff. Asian so, people are Norse people? Yeah, that's exactly the, the, that, that's the, that's what I said and that's what I meant. So Asian people are Norse people. So that's what you should take away from what I just said. Okay, okay. So uh, Loki is an Asian dude. Really? Yeah. Are you confused? <laughs> Some, something happened. Why are you looking at your navel while I'm talking? Because you were just looking at your belly button while I was talking, and then you came away with Asian people or Norse people. Are you, are you looking at your, your texts? Maybe if you paid attention to me, you would... Well, oh, I'm, I'm just... I'm, you, I'm trying to understand. Like, I'm... No, I am putting myself in your class, and I am... Oh, 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 I see. Well, if you want to be, like, in my class, then what you should do is you should turn off your camera, and then you should talk to your stepbrother about and play uh, World of Warcraft, and look, yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to explain. Now, that's perfect. Now, Marty's not paying any attention to me. Um, he should turn off his camera, and then he should actually probably start masturbating. And now... Um, Representation. What do you mean start? <laughs> we'll continue. Um, so representation is, is basically how we see ourselves. It's very important. It's very powerful. And it's really great that nowadays, as opposed to, um, you know, 20 years ago, uh, we have protagonists um, who are people of color, who are not just uh, straight white men like they were for almost all the movies and occasionally straight white women. But now we have people who are of all uh, genders and, and colors and creeds and, and uh, well, let's, all kinds let's of Let's just keep things. it white and Asian right now, okay? 
you know? Just want to keep it white and Asian? Yeah, please. So I showed, and, and straight, showed, and straight uh, men, white and Asian. I showed Get Out um, and No, nope, not interested. Nope, nope, pass. No, nope. you just want to talk about Asian people? What about what about the big sleep? Does that count? Because that's Pakistani and that's in Asia. Nope. You just want when you say Asian, you need you Chinese. Know, you know what I mean. You just you, you know not Japanese I mean. or Korean. You just mean Chinese. How about uh, Indonesian? Does that count? <sighs> They're mostly Chinese ethnically. No, no, no. Singapore. No. no Crazy rich Asians is not okay. Mm-mm. Because well, except Asian for that enough. one, um, you know, the one who was in the Marvel movie. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> oh, I don't mean the guy. I mean the girl. Which one? <laughs> From the Eternals. Oh, Emma, Gemma, Gemma, Gemma Chan. Chan. But also this, uh, Aquafina's in a Marvel movie. And so is um, uh, Michelle Yao. And... Um, Yo. Yo, you say yo, I say yo. Okay. Let's call the whole thing off. All right. Um, yeah, so there's like three people who are in Marvel movies. So they're um, Aquafina and Michelle. Yo, Yao, Yo, Yao. They're both in. They're both in the um, the Ten Rings or whatever the heck that was called. Oh my God, you're so racist. <laughs> Uh, everybody's stopped listening right now. We're we are just just like acting like idiots. No 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 no. You are. You're acting like an idiot. I am an idiot. So um, did you see American Born Chinese? Yeah, with Michelle Yao. Yeah, Michelle Yao. Whatever the fuck her name is. Oh, okay, you fucking racist. You heard me say it. You know, so I, just I just forget. I can't remember how people sp- pronounce your names. So um so Michelle Yao's and I just no, I just it's Michelle watching. Yo. It's Michelle Yo. Whatever. Whatever. Michelle, you know, the captain. Salvain. Salvayan. Super cop. I I like to call her super cop because that's when I first saw her. Because yeah. that's how cool I am. Because mm-hmm. I saw her in Super Cop back in like nineteen eighty nine, okay? It's Fuck you, Warriors of the... Oh, forget it. I don't remember. Um, yeah, because you got your years wrong. Oh, Wu-Tang, Warriors of the Magic Mountain. Who was that? What? No, Supercop was 1992, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, but I saw it in 89. Fuck you, because I'm so hip. Um, okay, so what's your point? Why would I don't you, know. Why would oh, you, you show see, that... You why would you, you brought it up in the pre-show saying, I'm thinking about showing this to my students. And then oh, I yeah. said, so, and then I said, okay, well then let, we'll talk about it later. And then I said, while well, we were talking about it later. Oh, oh so I, we were going to talk about, so I hear you're going to show American born oh, Chinese. And you said, no, no, I'm not. Oh, I, I, first of all, I, I didn't remember that you said, we'll talk about it later. And second of all, I thought we were just going to talk about American born Chinese later. Not like the fact that I was going to show it in oh, class. Well, it was a segue into that discussion. The segue. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. I Sometimes I forget that we're actually doing a podcast. Do you know what I, a segue it's is? Well. It's about five pounds. Um, <laughs> what's a segue? About five pounds. Sorry, I fucked that joke up. I, a I segue up. Is, I, a, is, a, 
is a new way, a new invention of a new way to get run over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, okay, so John, you, you, uh, okay, I so watched the whole, I watched the whole series. You watched half of an episode. What was your takeaway? It's great. I love it so far. Yeah, it's really but, you fun. know, first twenty minutes are great. The rest of it sucks. No, is that right? No. So, no. so the uh, the the thing that I don't get is, um, the uh, the Monkey King. His hair keeps on changing color. Okay, so the Monkey King is a a mythological character, as is Nacha, which is like I think the Monkey King's son. Um, and there have been just countless movies done of them, and part of like there's an aesthetic of like when you see those characters in a movie and you're Chinese and you've been watching these movies, uh, you're like, Oh yeah, those are these familiar characters. Um, and then in this TV show, what I love is they embrace that so wholeheartedly. Yeah. And they jump back and forth between the human version and the monkey version, just, just willy nilly. And it is, it is like crazy. So I don't know how somebody um, who hasn't had that experience appreciates that because like, I, you know, growing up, like Nacha the Great with uh, uh, what's name? Alexander Fushen was like one of my favorite movies growing up. And he didn't have that, all that stuff because they didn't have a lot of money for makeup. Um, but it was like a super cool movie. And to see it done like, a version of that done with better production values, better acting and all this stuff is awesome. And, and there's some great choreography in there. Uh, it's, it's really, really fun. It's written, uh, it's based on a graphic novel bitten, written by um, Jean, uh, Jean Yuan Yuan. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but it, can't pronounce his name either. So blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Gene the Dancing Machine. Yeah, and Gene is a one of my favorite graphic uh, novelists right now, and he actually did the art as well in it. He did one of my favorite um, graphic novels of all time, Boxers and Saints, which I've mentioned before. Uh, he wrote the new Superman, uh, which uh, takes place in Shanghai. Um, he's just this. Uh, Jean Luong, I think it is. Uh, I I met him once on Zoom. Such a sweet guy. Works so fucking hard, and is just wildly talented and imaginative. And to see it come to life in on the Disney platform is so exciting and amazing. I love it. It's great. So everyone should watch it, support it. Uh, it's it's just an amazing, amazing um, accomplishment. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, uh, I liked it too. Yeah. Oh, listen to Irish Spring here. Um, Jesus. What? What? Do, do you not get the reference? No, I do. But right. I somehow it made, you made it dirty. Oh. Uh, it is... Um, the casting is weird because it's just not like the when you look at it in the comic book and you see it put to life, you're like, oh, that's not how I imagined it. And why? Uh, just because the actors like 
actually acting and doing his own thing and not doing what's in my mind, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know how that is, how annoying that is? Like, why don't, yeah, why, why yeah. couldn't they have cast it from based on my interpretation of the, the, the content, you know? Um, yeah. And it's I so felt annoying. That way about, a few, about one or two things in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Just one or two. Yeah. Um, just mostly almost every book I've ever read. <laughs> What is what is like the one adaptation that got it right? Oh, that got it right. Well, I, actually, uh, I think Lord of the Rings actually got it pretty right. Mm. Hell yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but what came to mind, which they didn't do a bad job, but mastering. I, I love um, the um, uh, Patrick O'Brien novels. I Master, love them more Master than Commander. Mastering Commander, Far Side of the World. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's twenty. There's actually twenty novels, and I've and read they only them all. Shot one of them. Huh? They only shot one of them. Well, they actually they put two together, um, oh. and uh, and then they changed the the um, they changed the nationality of the of the thing. But but the, um, uh, the I I don't think they captured the um, the relationship. I don't think Russell Crowe was appropriate as uh, Jack Aubrey. But, um, but vision was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think he was good. Yeah, he was he was pretty close. But their relationship, um, Jack Aubrey, is much more uh, uh, full of happiness most of the time ah. um, than Russell Crowe is actually physically capable of. Right. I think right. Russell, Russell Crowe is pretty great, but he's a he's just a dour fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. You know, I I actually love that movie. I thought I thought uh, they did a great job. Um, oh, it's it's a, it's a great movie. But it is a great I didn't movie. have I had having not read the movie the books. I did not have that comparison, so I was able the, to the uh, the books are are more about the 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 relationship between Jack Aubrey and uh, Stephen Maturin and their characters than almost anything. It's they're amazing. They're fucking amazing. Right. It's so well written. It makes me. I they you but, know I mean you know I read a lot. And I, they're the all only right, book that I've read more than um, what? I said, all right, braggy. No, absolutely. I read more than almost anybody I've ever met. Um, but I read, and the only books I've ever read more than once, um, or more than three times, or more than twice, are these books. I've read them over <sighs> and over again. Oh, nice. Uh, I, and they're, I just love them. So I, I wasn't happy so you, with But um, you were very emotionally invested. And there's probably uh, nobody who would have done a job that would have made you like like satisfied no probably not no yeah but um i can't think of anything else that i mean comes to mind that was actually uh was it ridley scott who did it or peter weir yeah no it was peter weir peter weir Weir. Uh, i thought peter weir did a great job he's he's a fantastic director um yeah gallipoli is one of my favorite movies of all time um Yeah. yeah so but i also appreciate what you're saying that like and uh, as in what are, what are some what are some other books that uh, didn't didn't live up to what you expected? I can't think of any. Um, well, um, the the famous one is The Shining, right? That that is a movie a, a movie that strayed very far from what uh, Stephen King intended. Um, is that right? I didn't. I didn't. I, it's actually one the one Stephen King book I didn't read. Well, you know, he in the end, like he. Had oh, I the, did read it. He had the topiary animals coming to life. Sorry, spoiler. Um, and it was more about alcoholism than a ghost story. And uh, because that was 
uh, Stephen King's own ghosts. And but my whole thing is like once a director like the a Peter Weir or a Stanley Kubrick jumps in and and takes over, you just walk away and you you count your money. You know. Yeah. No, I think the Shining, the movie Shining is fantastic. I love that movie. I love that movie. I love Master and Commander. Uh, you know, and I'm sure I would love that that those books as well. But you know, it, it becomes its own thing, and I think that um, the best. Uh, I can't remember. Somebody recently was just saying, like, you know, I don't care what they do with the the movie. You know, I was there on set. I, I can't remember who it was, uh, but. You know, I I was just happy to be a part of it. I was happy that somebody wanted to tell my story and if they do what they do and it's like then I'll just if if I want control, I'll just write another book. You know, that you know, you know what you know what ironically, uh the, the the worst adaptation, one of the worst adaptations ever is is the Hobbit. Oh, well, because it's a very short book, right? It's pretty short. I mean they actually put everything in it and added stuff. But yeah. they put in it's just, I mean, it's not three movies. Fuck, Jesus yeah, it's a Christ. very, it's it's a very simplistic story, and I mean, it, Rankin Bass made it into an animated thing that lasts. I think, I think it's like an hour long, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Story. You got Glenn Yarbrough, no, yeah, the no. greatest adventure yeah, yeah. is what lies ahead. I love that, yeah. And they did, um, they was it Ralph? No, Ralph actually didn't do it, but there was a lot of. Well, cool. actually, did uh, Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings. Rings, but there was some cool animation in that, still, nonetheless. Um, and I, I remember yeah. watching it at home, on TV, on CBS or whatever, and loving. Yeah, it. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. It was great. Uh, all right, so um, I encourage everybody to watch American Born Chinese. I want to know. Um, email us to know what it, to let us know what a good adaptation. What a successful novelization or whatever, uh, not necessarily a comic book, because um, we've we, we can do that all day, uh, but a graphic novel, a novel, um, historical thing, whatever. Just let us know that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we had uh, there had other things to talk about, but you know what? We'll just save it for because uh, next week is uh, Tuesday, is July 4th, and yeah we do not have the wherewithal to record things ahead of time. Um, and uh, even though apparently that's what we're doing right now. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but um, we're not going live right now. Are we? We. Uh, are, are we... I'm here. Excuse me. Okay. It's live, offensive. Right. Wait, whatever. But, um, and, but I have a very special guest coming for the 11th. July 11th. Really? Yes. Yeah, are you talking about me? I'm talking about not John Sylvain. John Sylvain oh. is not allowed on the podcast on the 11th. I've been finally kicked off. Uh, uh, no, you're you're allowed to be there in the corner. Yeah. Um, but your mic is going to be muted. Uh, no, of course you're going to be on. And we're going to have, uh, hopefully, Cassandra Cardenas. Uh, I'm sorry, Cassandra Mazda Cardenas. Uh, because she's now, she's married to Mazda. Wedded to uh, Mr. Mazda, yeah, yeah. And we'll try to get other guests on, just so you don't have to listen to John and I bicker all night. Uh, yeah, and I don't think we bicker. I think it's more of a fight. No, we oh. bicker. 
What the fuck don't you understand about that, you fucking idiot? Um, <laughs> don't laugh at me. I'm laughing at you. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I'm. let's just hope Barbie's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm going to... I might see Indiana Jones this weekend. Are you going to see it? This weekend? Yeah, it opens on Friday. I, I, I'm excited about Indiana Jones, the and Dial the, of Destiny. Oh, no, I I, I'm going to see Indiana like Jones it. and the Dialing for Dollars. But uh, you the watch what you watch, and I'm going to watch what worst, I watch. The first, worst title I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it really is the terrible. Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and then I'm probably going to see, I'm hopefully going to see Dan Etheridge during next week. Um, the Watch of Fate. That would be better. The clock of okay. Clock well, you realize we've moved on from the, the sundial of curiosity. Um, you, hey, we why don't you have uh, what's his face come on? Who Dan Etheridge? Fuck that guy. Um, uh, and yeah, send us your questions for Cassandra. Uh, and if you want to see Dan here, Dan on the show, let us know. If you yeah, want, yeah, um, we want, we want. Him. Oh yeah, let's have a poll. Who do you want on the show next uh, after yeah. Cassandra? Do you want Kruger or do you want Etheridge, Thridge, yeah. the Thridge, um, or do you want the crazy person who? Um, never mind. Um, who else could we bring on the show? Well, we could have Bill, Bill, Bill Sawyer's. We could have him back. I just saw him. Oh, how's he? Oh, uh, he's good. He's good. He's he's good. And then uh, we could have uh, have John Goldstein back. Who? That's I don't know. They're, you're just making up names now. Yeah, the um, we could have Joe Smith. Joe Smith. Yeah, talk about Mormonism. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, let us know John Jones. what. Jeffrey Jones. Oh Just no, he, he was canceled. Mary Johnson. Um, that's my nickname for my penis. Really? Yeah, it's not a good nickname for your penis. No, but it doesn't matter. Like I don't get to, I don't get to put the nickname on. Like somebody else gave it to me, and I won't go into that story. But uh, no, please don't. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to hear that. All right. Hi, this is. My penis, Mary Johnson. <laughs> and I guess it makes sense. I caveat it very much Mary. early on and say, just so you know, it wasn't me that named it. Spelled M E R R Y. No, 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 no. M A R Y. Mary. But Mary. It, the Johnson is like 17 letters, but just don't worry about it. Let's just like, you know, enjoy each other's company. Wait, where are you going? No, 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 no. Come back. Come back. Sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know what uh, you, you've, what media you've enjoyed, um, and let you us say know. Media or meat. Let us know what we got wrong. Oh no no no! That that would take too long. Yeah, it's too much. Effort. Oh, I didn't even check to see if we got any email. Oh, we didn't. Oh no! no okay. I got some. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Duolingo is asking for me, so I have to go now. Uh, so. We're NoonerPodcast wow. at gmail.com. That's Nooner Podcast on the Twitter, but you know, we're not super present there. Uh, but Sylvain BB B 
And uh, yeah, I'm gonna start uh, Instagramming. So look for me there. I don't know if you understand how it works. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah, but let us know if you want um, who you want to hear on the show next, and we'll bring them back. Uh, okay. So with that in mind, have a great summer. Um, or I hope you're enjoying your summer. And um, I'm stalling as I find. Uh, you can you can jump in anytime you want. All right, you can jump in anytime. You're just looking. Wait, what? I'm sorry. What am I saying? I'm I'm sorry. I was just. Uh, I was. Uh, I was. I thought we were done. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting a podcast, but I can't tell you about it. So I love you. What? How dare you, John? No, don't listen to it. It's it's going to be trash. And not in the good way, the trashy, trashy good way. <laughs> and we will see you next Tuesday. Smodco Internet Production. Sit only at smodcast.com. <laughs>